they're out again. Maury and Tim escape from the radio. And now, those two guys, Maury Eskenazi and Tim Hunter. Well, hey there. Welcome back. Here we are. I should say welcome back to us uh, together. It wasn't easy. Last week didn't happen. This week, uh, Maury is on the road. And uh, we're going to pull this off, though. Maury, where are you at right now? Well, Tim, this week, you know, I decided since I've been home every single day for about a year now, I decided <laughs> to get out. So uh, my mom gave me permission. I'm heading to um, um, Kingston. Okay. Is that yeah. a place? Yes. You, yeah. get, you so take I'm, the Edmonds Ferry to Kingston. Right. Yep. And I'm going to go play golf and poker and drink uh, with friends of mine. And I get to spend the night. I get to stay overnight. Wow. You uh, got a pass. Sleepover. A sleepover with my boyfriends. Yes, <laughs> I do. I do I'll tell you, Kingston, uh, we had a friend. Uh, his name was actually Joe Walsh, but not that one. And uh, he had a cabin. I know. Anyway, uh, he had a place over there, and uh, he lent it to me one weekend and went over there, and I, I had a boat, and he had a bunch of crab pots and i go oh my god this is gonna be living the northwest dream so we went out on the water and i got the crab pots already put a kind of stinky chicken thing in there because that's what attracts them alice porter my old broadcast partner used to tell me what you do is you get a whole chicken you put it in a bag and you just throw it out in the backyard for a couple of weeks and when it gets real rancid, (laughs) then you put that in the crab pot and it just brings them in like you know it's a buffet open so uh, anyway, I did all that. Wow! Got the pot ready, threw it in the water. It started sinking. The buoy went in, and the buoy went under the water and kept going down. Never dawned on me that the yeah. water would be deeper than the rope in the crab pot. So somewhere at the bottom of uh, the Puget Sound are a bunch of really pissed off crabs who can't get out, and I ended up having <laughs> to buy them a new new crab pot. So. That's what I think of when I yeah. think of Kingston. <laughs> you know what I think of? Uh, Bob Marley. Oh, sure. Of course you do. <laughs> yeah, I That's do. That's funny. And oh. the many spliffs, man. And the so many spliffs. You are going to play golf. Yeah. Wow. When was played, the last time you played? I haven't, I haven't played. I think it's been over a year since I played golf. And, and you know, Stitch Mitchell uh, mm-hmm. and I would go out like every weekend i would play like almost every weekend i was getting pretty good and then um and then life kind of happened and i had to get my knee fixed again and and other stuff so it's it's a um it's a very uh you know the way the world is and stuff i don't want to give a shout out to all the caregivers out there you know the people that are are caring for loved ones who are ill it's not an easy task and mm-hmm. and I'm I'm dealing with it myself and um, I uh, uh, basically had to this weekend is is gonna mean the world as far as you know getting my head back together again so yeah. it's nice to and do that, normal that's my things excuse. again isn't it yeah I forgot what it was like like last night I went um, and again, you know, uh, my wife has had issues this week, and I didn't work yesterday because of it. Mm-hmm. But last night, I went to get my a- my mail, and my neighbor and his wife were sitting on their back deck, 
and I went and grabbed a couple of beers and I went and hung out with him for a couple hours. He's just chatting. I forgot what that was like just mm-hmm. to have, you know, just a normal conversation with human beings, you know? Well, so, and to be able to be yeah. outside and like, I've actually got on shorts uh, right now. We're going down to visit my daughter. Too. Uh, my daughter, her husband, and the three grandkids down in Olympia, and it's supposed to be eighty three, yep. eighty four down there today. So, yeah, so yeah, I'm. It's uh, it's it's nice. Yeah, I got I got shorts on too. And normally in the summertime, I'm if if the world would allow me to, I'd wear shorts every single day. But I have uh, gotten that way. You know. Once I get past, and once we get into the warm weather season. Uh, I would say yeah. almost, well, of course, I work from home, so almost every day I'm in shorts. And it's like I, <laughs> we do laundry, and the laundry comes out, and I'm putting things away, and I realize there are no socks to pair up. It's just uh, it's one of the benefits of wearing shorts all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's the yeah, simple totally. things. Uh, yeah, you know, um, speaking of that, there used to, there used to be a guy that worked in the building. And I think everybody, every building has this guy, mm-hmm. but he would wear shorts every single day. Yep. You know, if it was, if it was 85 outside, the dude would have shorts on. If it was minus 10 in a snowstorm, the guy would have shorts on. So, um, he worked, he worked in our building for about five or six years. And, um, I went up to one of his, uh, coworkers one day saying, Hey, whatever happened to blah, blah, blah. And she goes, Oh, he got really sick. So he had to uh, quit. And, uh, Uh, I go, you know why? Because he wears those goddamn shorts every single day. Um, Well, you know, it's funny because I'm once I embrace shorts, it takes a lot to to get me out of them. So I will usually go into October and I have a brother-in-law. It's the same way. Every time we see him, he's in shorts, you know. But he lives in Cali, though, right? No, no, no. He lives up here in Edmonds. Oh, so. Oh, okay. Where where you are right Um, now. You might see him if you see a guy in uh, shorts. That's him. Oh, okay. There he is. Hey, buddy. Um, I'm so I. Here's how I work when I'm at home. Uh, from say April mm-hmm. through October, I'm shorts every single day. October till April, I'm sweats every single day. That's wow. how it works at my house. How about There's that? There's nothing in between. Seasonal clothing. Yeah, I know. I yes. see. I know. I see people like when they're at home, they put seasonal, you know, like working slacks on and stuff like that. Yeah, it doesn't. That doesn't happen no. at my house. I mean, really, with yeah. Zoom and everything else, you only have to dress from the waist up. So, exactly. You know, exactly. Let's not make um, this more work. In than other it needs news, to be. how about those Dodgers? Uh, insane, and what a great! Uh, so last night was the first LA San Diego game. Yeah. I guess that was just oh, a crazy I, one. I I watched the entire game. Well, that's the, five the hours. Mariners, I know the Mariners were on. And I would watch them, and then we'd get down by a few runs, and then I would flip back. The Mariners, did you know about the Mariner game? I did, They were yes. down. They came back and won that game. So then I started watching the Dodger game because our good friend Jeff Shade is so obsessed by the Dodgers. <laughs> and, I, and I watched it, and Kenley Jansen, their closer, blew a save again. Mm-hmm. So I uh, texted Jeff Shade, well, f*** Kenley Jansen. And then the Dodgers... <laughs> The Dodgers ended up scoring five runs in the eleventh, and they won eleven to six. Yeah, and they so have uh, it was great. Corey Seager. Yeah, yeah, Corey Seager. Because we have hit a, home, hit a home run. Yeah, yeah, and and it's so funny the new baseball rules. You know the new baseball rules where in the in extra innings you get a guy on second base. Yeah. So the 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 Dodger announcer Joe Davis is pretty funny because he goes. Corey Seager with a leadoff two-run homer. A leadoff two-run homer. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Figure that one um, out. Yeah. 
I don't know. Something must be going on here because so I'm in a ferry line. I'm kind of like deep in this ferry line, uh-huh. and people keep getting out of their cars and looking down at the ferry. Like, isn't it just supposed to at some time we just move forward? This is what happens, right? Well, what happens? You stay in yeah. your slot there, and then when they'll be able to load your line, you'll move. But you know, it yeah. could be a two boat wait. So, uh, right. And now, and somebody's walking by with. Um, with like a needle thing, like people are getting injections. Am I in the wrong line? <laughs> oh, that's okay. You can that's always use skit. an extra one. That's a little skit I did just for you. Oh, thank so, you. There you go. See, folks, you can't get <laughs> entertainment like that just anywhere. It's free. And it's free entertainment. Life, life from the ferry line. How's your uh, your trivia night going at wherever it is you do that? It's, aw- it's awesome. I do it Tuesday night at Razzles. It's really good. It's. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, it's awesome, and, and I've actually people have come up to me. Uh, this one guy came up to me and said, "You're more the movie guy," and I go, "I said, yeah, it's just a character I play on the radio." And he goes, "No, we love you. We listen to Tim every day, and we love your movie segments." Aww. And I said, "You know what? You don't have to just say that to be nice to me." And he goes, "No, I'm serious." Is that no, okay? you'll be surprised. So, yeah. I mean, it's just, and you've heard it. You've been on the radio for years. You've had listeners come yeah. up to you, but uh, people just. It's a simple little thrill. Most people don't meet "quote unquote" celebrities uh, in their day to day, and when the cool thing is, is when you're that approachable. I, I, I tell you, for years, a lot of the radio people were such egos. I mean, if you right. went up to them, they didn't know to, how to handle you. Uh, they wouldn't be polite or kind. They figured they don't need to. But you know, for all the formats I've been have always been you know connect with the listeners and that's what we do and you know people will send me emails i do respond and and that means a lot it's just that's what attaches (laughs) them to the radio station it's not just a thing that plays music or or blabbers you know but if it's like they know them so right and and you know and for me i mean you know i was thinking this the other day i've been on the radio for like 15 years here Mm -hmm. and um so sometimes I forget, like, you know, somebody uh, somebody came up to me and said, hey, uh, you're blah, blah, doing this. I go, how do you know that? And they said, well, I heard you talk about it on the radio. And I go, oh, yeah, I forgot. I forgot about oh, that. Oh, no, so, they, it's um, amazing yeah. what sticks with yeah. them. And that's part of, uh, you know, right. sharing your real life and being out there because, you know, somebody else out there who um, – had a great experience in Edmonds catching the ferry or something. You talk about that, and then they connect with you because you've done what they've done. No, that's nice. Right, and that's, you know, again, I felt the same exact way because I, I listened to our interview with Burl Bear the other day, and I got excited again listening to it that I got <laughs> to talk to Burl Bear because he was, like, my hero. We're, we're going to have to think of others that you'd like to talk to and drag them into this podcast. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, totally. But but I I uh, remember uh, a few years back at the at the radio station that I heard a voice and I went up front and Tom and and Andy and Chuck were talking to George Tolls. Do you know who that is? Oh yeah, George Tolls. Oh my, I got a George Tolls yeah. story. Yeah, so he was there. So he was there, and I went to, uh, and they said, "Maury, this is George Tolls." I go, George Tolls. I gave him a hug because he was the PA guy for the Sonics. Exactly. All those years. He was the yeah. voice of the and Sonics the, there in the, in the stadium, and everyone knew who he was. Right. And uh, in yeah. later years, he was uh, he had an ad agency, and he represented different clients and stuff. And uh, he's uh-huh. also, by the way, very religious, and has a uh, 
a gathering like once a month. I don't know if he still does because of COVID, but uh, it would be a prayer thing. And, and you'd go to that and all the radio people in town were there. I mean, it was like, wow. oh, George asked me to come. So and I've been to a couple of those and they, they kind of go long. You have lunch, you sit and talk, you talk about what's going on in your life, different people share. And next thing you know, it's two and a half later, hours later and you're downtown. So, you know, half hour to get there, half hour to get back, you're looking at three and a half hours out of your workday. And it's just, for me, too big of a, a commitment, but all those other people apparently can do it. But my one time well, when I was at Como in, radio, radio, I was Larry Nelson's producer. And... You know, uh, I go about my thing. I'm blah, 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 blah. And, and so I, I was running around the corner, and in a funny way, not an overly angry way, I dropped an F-bomb. And it was like I came around the corner, dropped the F-bomb, and there was George Tolls. <laughs> he was just staring at me. And I just went, oh, sorry, and then walked away. <laughs> <laughs> but now was he at Como? Did he work at Como too? He was there as a client. Uh, as a client. Oh, he, I got it. He yeah. did the big Seattle did, yeah. boat show, and he had some other things that he yeah. did. So no, he was there to meet with one of the salespeople. But he he repped a lot of people, a hot tub company, and and different people in town. And so yeah, he you know back then when you were with an agency, and he was a one man agency, he would uh, actually yeah. go to the radio stations to meet with the reps. Huh. How, how many come in and meet wow. with you? Um, none, actually, none. Yeah. yeah, none. I used to have this one agency. Um, I used to do a podcast with this dude that was at this agency, but not anymore. What about Penny from the mortgage company? Penny? Penny Carey. Penny, Penny Carey's not an agency. <laughs> no, Do you I know don't. that, do you know, do you know that I, I said to Penny, um, I talked to her a couple weeks ago, how's, I said, how's everything? And she goes, busier than hell, thanks to your goddamn radio commercial. Oh, that's funny. And I go... What are you talking about? Because people call her all the time saying, where's Penny? Oh, where's that's Penny? Awesome. So, well, one no, of my, uh, awesome. I mean, that's the power of radio. And again, that's where you come up with something quirky like that. And that's the stuff people remember. I was in uh, Yakima. I may have told this story before, but uh, there was a uh, florist called the Blossom Shop. And I did a, it was a holiday spot. And I was Santa Claus. And I came into the Blossom Shop and wanted to order some flowers from them. And as I'm talking, I, oh, Rudolph, on their nice clean floor. And uh, people would come in asking, where did Rudolph crap? You know, <laughs> go into a florist and ask where Rudolph would crap. We did a thing in, um, there's a, a Western Carpet Center. In fact, if you go to westerncarpetcenter.com, they actually have a picture of me at the top of their website, and I was their spokesperson for a while. And we did some really fun and stupid commercials for them, and it was just at the 2007 collapse. So we did all this marketing, got them a lot of attention, and then all of a sudden nobody had any money to do any. Uh, they're still around. They're hanging in there, but they were disappointed that they spent all this money on advertising. And But they did have people come in. And what happened was in one of the spots, they had had a leak, and on their roof, uh, on the ceiling of the place, the water had formed a shape that looked like Australia. And <laughs> they actually had people coming in to see Australia. They would say, wait, where's Australia? Well, that's great. But then apparently some city official saw that, and because of the water damage and everything else, uh, they had to 
replace the uh, the ceiling. So wow, soon Australia was gone. <laughs> so, so advertising does work. It does work. Yeah. Yeah, I had a uh, a guy I worked with in radio, and he was talking about the time years ago where he was doing one of those remotes, and that's an appearance where people a disc jockey goes and phones in reports and he was at one car dealer and there was nobody coming in and basically the only thing was it's hi i'm barry mckay and i'm live at here at this car dealership and uh you guys are great great cars all right come on by and see us and nobody was coming in and the guy started the sales manager started jumping down barry's throat saying look nobody's coming in nobody listens to your radio station and he said tell you what Let's offer to give away a free car, and then we'll see how many people come in. I love <laughs> because, that. Because, yeah, it's all about yeah. the offer. It's about what, you know, yeah. people are out there listening to the radio. It's a part of their life. They appreciate it. But, and that goes the same way for people who call into radio stations. Most people don't even think of doing that. It's the, right. the number of people that call the station is, I, I've seen stats on it, and I don't remember what they are, but it's, it's like less than 1%. I mean, people... Right, just, especially, now, especially oh, yeah. nowadays. And you would think yeah. it's even easier now because they have their phones right. with them at all time. And, you know, uh, we are going to be giving away foreigner tickets on Monday. Uh, I'll put out the call and people, a few will dial in, but most people let it ring for a little while and say, nah, nah, whatever. Where's, where's foreigner coming to? The Angel of the Winds Arena, September 14th, Tuesday night. Ah, wow. Yeah, it's wow. um, there were, I know concert. I was excited. I go, you mean a real concert? And yeah. they are going to do that. They're actually touring right now and doing some outdoor venues in the south. They did a couple outdoor performances in oh, somewhere I forget was it Louisiana or something. But yeah, they're doing Spokane on the twelfth and then coming over here and doing it on the fourteenth. Huh feels so, like the first time. It feels <laughs> like the first time. I set them up, you knock them down. Perfect. I know, right? It's just I, I wasn't going to try cuz that was too easy, but you know, <laughs> I just went for it. Anyway. Yeah, you can't pass it's, all those um, up. You know what you, you know what else is pretty funny is that, you know, I'll have people go, "Well, nobody's called. Nobody called." And, you know, the 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 question you ask is, "Well, how's your business?" "Oh, we're swamped." Okay. Well, That's funny. isn't that the idea? Yeah, well, and, so. and again, uh, not to get too much into a sales seminar here, but it's great yeah. to have a radio spot, but you also need to be out there on Facebook. You also need to be in multiple places because right. when people see your Facebook ad or post, they go, oh, that's that place I heard on the radio. It reinforces itself. But when you right. go in, when I go to the grocery store, I don't say, uh, I bought this cantaloupe because I heard it on, you know, Cairo News Radio yeah. or something like that. I, no, I, people don't yeah, work exactly. that way, you know. And I'm not playing Monopoly. God damn it! Leave me alone. <laughs> Keep your freaking game. Yeah, I I, it's too often I this the store or the person who's advertising thinks that everybody else in the world thinks exactly like they do, and right. they don't. Everybody is different. Right. Uh, there are lots of different people out there. And what you have to do is go for commonality, come up with something that appeals to everybody. Say, like, oh, a free car. Oh, yeah, I'd like a free car. Right. You know, it's when you go, we have one left pink shoe in a size 14. Uh, who would like it? <laughs> you know, and uh, nobody. I, um, 
I, um, you know, I've learned a lot from coming from retail, uh, going into radio sales for the last 17 years. But, mm-hmm. you know, when I was, when I was just starting out, you know, I, I, a lot of stuff happened. Like I had a meeting at this, at this place where you could go play video games in uh, Marysville. And I talked to the guy and he was all excited and his partners took the day off from work, you know, to meet with me and stuff. And uh, two seconds into this meeting, they thought I was there to act to uh, interview them. They didn't think I was there to talk about marketing. Oh, wow. So, so the look on their face when I said, why would I interview you? It was, yeah, it was horrible. It was so sad. <laughs> well, that's probably not the right thing to say, but... <laughs> Lesson learned. Who the hell Lesson would want to talk yeah, to you? Yeah, why oh. would I want to interview you guys? So, yeah. But I said it in a more polite way. I just kind of enhanced it for uh, production. Okay. So, yeah. So anyway, sorry, I'm just a little lightheaded because I get to spend the next 24 hours uh, by myself. I'm pretty excited about it. So By myself with friends. With friends, by myself with friends. By myself with friends. <laughs> well, no, I'm, I'm excited for you. So uh, next week's podcast, we'll have to hear the wild and crazy stories that took place. Oh, I'll be, you know what? Ne- by next week, I'll be halfway across the border. So it won't even matter. <laughs> so. When, so, when do you think you'll do yeah. any kind of trip in the future? Do you have any thoughts or I, plans? I don't. Just... I have. I have no idea. Just because the the my my wife is yeah. is not able to. So I don't know. My brother and sister in law they uh, just got a new place in La Quinta, uh, California. Oh yeah, that's a great uh, spot. Their new house. Wow. Yeah, and of course you know the, some comedian I heard years ago, and I love this line. He goes, you know, in Spanish, La Quinta means next to Denny's. So, <laughs> and I so, think it's uh, uh, what a wonderful yeah. idea to name a community that probably also includes free breakfast. Yeah, I know, I know, <laughs> a little free breakfast buffet. That was good too. You know, that was you. You took it a little classier step higher. I like that. <laughs> I appreciate that. That's my that job. Was good. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's like that's like um, you know when I was telling people that I got my vaccine at the. Uh, Every, Evergreen State Fairgrounds and it came with a scone and a giant picture button of them giving me the shot. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah. You know what? I just try to joke in front of you, the king, and when you don't laugh, it just hurts my feelings. When Because I thought that was pretty funny. You just kind of <laughs> dressed me off. So, <laughs> I'm just trying to impress you. Because you are a fucking comedy writer. And I always think if I have something funny... Oh, I can't wait to tell this to Tim. And then when I get no reaction, I just get, okay, well, let's just start well, all over again. You know what? But I don't, then, no I mean, it. once I get laughing, it's, you know, I'll laugh at freaking anything. But normally for anything yeah. comical, I tend to analyze it and study it and think of how can I use that to create other jokes. It's sad, but. Yeah, I, I no, just, that that's a awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome because, you know, my whole, my whole idea, and I, I think I'm funny, and I, I think, you know, like, my son is an improv. I think I'd be good at improv. He, he tells me, because you'd be horrible at improv. <laughs> but but um, but since I met you, I've tr- I've really tried to do what you just said. I, I, I listen to uh, a joke, and then I try to take it one step higher to see if I can make it kind of funnier than that. Do you too, do the so. Kindle thing but, at all, or on Amazon? Do you have a you Kindle? Mean, re- am I a reader? Yeah. I, I, I have a Kindle that that I haven't read in a long time. 
years ago I wrote a how to write a joke book it's not very long I don't even know how many pages it is it might be 20 30 pages so it's more of a pamphlet than a book but I actually did that and I need to go back and update it and make it longer and get a little more in-depth but it was the whole thing of I mean basically there are different types of jokes and once you get into when what's what's the opposite of this thing okay uh, how do we get there from here and then you just think of something and it's either outlandish or it's clever and witty or it's a pun but there's right. there is only so much you can do and it's we do it over and over and over you listen to monologue jokes uh, whether it's Colbert or Leno or uh, any of those um, I was trying to think of uh, David Letterman's name and I couldn't couldn't get it so um, but he wasn't so much into it and he had a it was one thing about Letterman he had a lot of he relied on shtick where he would do something funny or hold his tie or rub his tummy and it's and everyone was correct or or go you know do a bit in the streets with people and oh and I love that that was, was really fun but yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. but sometimes he just relied on you know wriggling his shoulders and people would laugh and I went right. well I could do that but that just doesn't seem that funny but Leno for right. some people was too uh, robotic eh, come out I, yeah, I didn't I didn't well, right. you pull the string I, and off oh, it I'm goes sorry. you know that's all yeah I, so. I, I didn't like I, did, I liked Leno when he was a guest on Letterman he was hilarious mm -hmm. but then when he went on his own I just didn't think he was funny he was kind of stupid you know that Judge Ito jokes and all that kind of stuff. Right, that was stupid. I, I was just gonna say that you know where, where Carson he did the monologue and then he just you know he did like you know the cut your sloshing off. You know he do those little yes, skits and stuff, which is hilarious. But I, th I think because yeah, I think because he was the he was the only game in town. Um, you know that's he was the king. I'm a, I'm about to pay to get on the ferry here in a second. Okay. Well, why don't you, you go ahead and yeah. do that and start enjoying your fun weekend. I'm just glad we actually got to connect. Me too. It was a blast. All right. I, I can't wait to do it more. All right, man. Have a good one. Thank you. All right. You. Don't forget to tip your ferry guy. Okay. I, I will. Thanks. See ya. You've just listened to Maury and Tim Escape from the Radio with Maury Eskenazi and Tim Hunter, a WackyWeek.com production. No insects were injured in the making of this program. Well, maybe one. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like us. If you didn't, please send it to someone that annoys you.